Good morning, marketers, and welcome to the If You Market podcast. We are the only podcast that markets the shit out of it. I'm your host, Sky Cassidy, and uh, today we've got Christina and Shelby. That's Christina Clifford and Shelby Dash of Take Two Content, making hilarious video content. And I think I'm not going to introduce you guys nearly as well as yourself, so I'm going to be lazy here and throw it to you guys. Christina, Shelby, can you give a quick introduction to the audience? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, so Shelby and I came together at in an acting class, believe it or not. We came from the comedy world in LA and started making comedy videos on the regular for the last, gosh, a lot of years. I won't age ourselves. Um, <laughs> and then kind of fell into making ads for brands and businesses during the pandemic. And our businesses, I want to say almost two years old mm-hmm. and we're, we're just like a comedy duo that you've never seen before. That's <laughs> awesome. And I like, like, look, I feel happy looking at you guys. You look <laughs> funny and take that in the right way. But you know, some people you look at them like, I don't want to walk up to them. They look like they're <laughs> scary or something like that. You guys look like you have a joke ready to go or something. And like, oh, it okay, makes you God. happy inside all the time. And that's awesome. Yeah. As long as we're not funny looking. That's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I thought you guys were on a split screen, and I just realized you're not. <laughs> it's just the background hard line. That's looks amazing. Like- <laughs> That's so funny. I, I have to remember that. that. Yeah, it's a great way to fake that split screen thing, and then one person reaches <laughs> yeah. into the other screen. And you're like, no, no, that's not some sort of yeah. high tech thing. We just <laughs> put different colors behind us. I wish we had planned that, but we did not. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Okay, so the topic today, uh, we're going over the five keys to creating social media ad campaigns, specifically using comedy, which I love because I don't know, I know there's different types of ads, but I can't think of a many ads that I really ever cared about that weren't using comedy. I don't understand why more people don't do it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, we always say it, not only is it like, if you're going to take up somebody's time to watch your ad, you better give them something of value. And comedy is one of the best ways to do that. Um, and I think we talk about this all the time, but it almost elevates the brand because it shows that they're willing to take risks. A lot of times it's these like big billion dollar companies that are the ones producing these super funny ads. So it kind of brings you up to that level in the eyes of the viewer. Um, so there's so many benefits to using comedy. We we fully um, stand by that. Yeah, it weirdly like uh, kind of creates a level of trust. Mm-hmm. Um we talk, we will talk about this later too, but about the relatability factor. And like, if you can, if you can have an ad that connects to somebody, which comedy usually does, then there, you already have a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like the best ads of all time. And all I keep thinking of is comedy things. I keep, you know, yeah. I'm going got milk, the most interesting man in the world. Like these are all simple, yeah. funny uh, things. And like that's all that really sticks. I know there's a yeah. bunch of car ads where they just kind of drive around some curves and stuff and they show the car, but you know, that's <laughs> I, I don't know how that's gonna stick with anybody. That gets, it gets so old after a while and, and then doesn't differentiate between the different brands. Uh, brands yeah. So um, it's like they're saying we checked the box. We were told to make a commercial and we did it without doing anything offensive. We're pretty sure yeah. that couldn't possibly offend anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody can say anything bad about it other than it sucks. Um, yeah. I think people are very scared about um, being offensive or uh, going against the brand or like doing something that's going to rub somebody the wrong way. And I mean, you can, I feel like you can put yourself in a box to an extent because you do have to with certain brands, but um, we feel the people that take the most risk um, get the most reward. Yeah. And I think people, you know, sometimes people get scared when they hear comedy, but there's so many ways to be funny that don't revolve around like being graphic or, um, you know, what? yeah, exploiting certain situations. Like, uh, to be honest, like, I don't find that scary stuff funny at all like what I find funny is like Christina said is something that's relatable where like I see a girl going through her day with a horrible hair day I relate like uh, whatever she's going through I've been through so that's what um, makes us laugh at the end of the day and that stuff is usually pretty safe it's not you know 
gonna the Geico be... Gecko isn't exactly Howard Stern in the eighties or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pretty, pretty tame <laughs> stuff, but still appreciated. Exactly. Yeah, the um well one of my favorite ads of all time are the Allstate um are you turning into your parents spots where that guy is great. So yeah. They're so good. <laughs> that wonderful man, he's like we don't need 50 pillows. Put it down, <laughs> you know? Because I am in home goods buying 50 pillows and my oh, boyfriend yeah. put it down. Like We all see ourselves. I'm worried now if I try to help somebody I'm like, oh, "Wait." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, might in, I might be in that person oh no and that that paired with like the music too it just like it's so good, it's so good. It's they're so shopping good. you already have that shirt do i you're wearing it yeah <laughs> like, that kind of joke it's a, i love it yeah insurance commercials have gotten awesome right like yeah they're the best you you mentioned allstate and i was getting ready to think of many other brands and i was like almost every insurance brand has gotten great and allstate um, is it Allstate that has the uh, the Mayhem yeah. guy? Yeah, like he's great. they're they're doing the same thing. Geico, I think, really spearheaded it, where they're saying we're yes. not going to do one line of commercial like the most interesting man in the world. We're going to mm-hmm. come up with five or six different of these and run them all simultaneously. And so they'll have several different great kind of lines going at, at any given time. All in the same concept, yeah, like that. That to me is like the like the most genius marketing because people then they'll see it and it, even if it's a new um, a new ad it's it's that same concept and so people already are laughing before it even starts like oh I can't wait mm-hmm. to see what this one is mm-hmm. and looking forward to it we yeah. used to yeah. shush everyone when we're driving and the most interesting man comes on you'd be like yeah. oh, we don't want to yeah. miss it. <laughs> You know, suddenly you have an appointment radio listening for commercials. Like, how yeah. valuable is that? That's ridiculous. And then you get so excited when you heard, like, it's a new one. Oh, right. You get, like, tingles. I haven't heard this one yet. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Like, how much has that got to be worth? So people who are afraid of comedy, come on. That's, you don't, you don't again, you don't have to get outrageous or, or raunchy yeah. or it's not you know, a stand-up set at some hole-in-the-wall bar. Right. You can do some some really appreciated fun stuff pretty simply. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, we can dive in if you'd like in terms of how we kind of go about coming up with some of these ideas, like our system that we use with our clients. Um, our little Absolutely, five- yeah. Let's hit it. Listeners want to hear. They want to know what these five keys are. Uh, so let's jump straight into the content here. Um, uh, yeah. Get away. I mean, the first is we'll start from the beginning. A very good place to start. <laughs> um, so Shelby and I always, once we know um, about the product or service to a, a pretty great extent, um, we will dive into a big old brainstorm. And, you know, this is a safe space. Uh, we allow anything and everything we actually encourage the dumb ideas we want to spit like anything that sounds gross um we (laughs) want to throw anything against the wall and we found like over the years like just doing a big old brainstorm some of the the silliest dumbest ideas that something somewhere in there there's like a spark for something really great Mm -hmm. and so the, the advice would be do not limit yourself. Do not put yourself in a box. Really kind of go outside the realm of safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's even hard to come up with things when you're just sitting, staring at your computer. I know recently we had to brainstorm a bunch of stuff and going for a walk or just getting away from your desk, living in the real world. You never know like what that's going to bring to you. It kind of reminds me of like those, (laughs) we love it early 2000s rom-com moment. Um, (laughs) But they always like worked in advertising and you'd always see the like guys in the, like throwing the football in the office, like trying to get their brains going. And I always think about that. Mm. I'm like, I can't get away from the, also, the great ideas always came when it was like, oh, I went to pick up my kid from dance and I saw somebody yes. do this and it's like, boom. And then I'm saying in real life, it doesn't usually work that way. Um, <laughs> people think <laughs> yeah. like, oh, all I need to do is nothing. I'll just go to the movies and something will happen and th- something will just be given to me. I'm like, no, no, sorry. Th- yeah, I've got to do the hard work. 
Um, yes. But you, so you're you saying start. coming up with a concept is yeah pretty yeah. important. Yeah, coming up with a concept and, and if it works within the parameters, then you kind of dissect it further. Um, but to your point, we will sometimes we'll be stuck with a brainstorm and, you know, we'll take a break. I'll take an errand. I'll be in the car and I'll somebody will cut me off. I'm like, oh, my God, that's great. And I'll, <laughs> I'll voice note. <laughs> Maybe shouldn't be voice noting and driving. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, I guess so, so the advice would be to um, let it go buck wild a little yeah, bit. Yeah, don't edit yourself, essentially. And then you can pare it down. And I think yeah. if you're looking for ideas uh, for the listeners, one thing I've found is you're in marketing. You don't have to be like this week. I need ideas. You should have like a songwriter, a journal of little concepts. Mm -hmm. Oh, this would be a fun thing to do. Maybe not, maybe 10 years down the road at another company. You're like, Oh, let me go back to that Google doc where I had my bullet points of all the dumb ideas and salvage one or something like that. Yes. Um, like you can record them over time. So it isn't like you've got 10 minutes, come up with a good idea. Yeah, actually i have a whole book of ideas let me filter through it and see if there's something that fits probably exactly. works better we've yeah. actually repurposed ideas before when they weren't used um and that it just sparks more yeah sometimes you know we'll have like every time we pitch to somebody there's always one in there that's like our personal favorite and a lot of times they don't go for that one you know um they are you upset or do you say yes we get to keep it you know <laughs> i think I, I don't know about you but i'm usually a little bummed because i'm like really wanting to like make it and bring it to life but then we just take that little idea and if it can work for somebody else like we'll bring it back to a later pitch and sometimes it's just not the right fit for that mm. brand but it's the perfect fit for somebody mm. else yeah I, and, I mean i can't think of a commercial where you couldn't just take a great commercial and shift it over to almost any other product yeah right like, yeah the, the idea is still funny somewhere it's rarely like has to be this product to be funny yeah totally. to, to exactly. work to be good mm. yeah most interesting man would probably work for another beer or any other product almost yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many things like that. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say about this is that um, once you get the train going, I've noticed even when we were making our comedy videos back in the day, once you generate the idea making, it, you'll find things just coming at you mm -hmm. like as your day goes on. Like more ideas coming to you. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Your mind is in the forefront for that. And they feed each other, right? Yes. They're yeah, like, what is it, the trebles in Star Trek back then? Do you get a couple of them together and suddenly they just multiply everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like gremlins. <laughs> yeah, we also, um, to your earlier point, we do have some like core things that we pull from, like, for example, to make things funny, like big things small and small things big. So that would be where, you know, your pen breaks. It's the end of the effing world. I don't know if I could curse on here or not. Yeah, you um, can swear. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the fucking world and uh but you're getting a divorce from your husband and you're like huh, whatever you know at least my pen didn't break yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And you'll see that a lot in like obviously comedy sitcoms like seinfeld or whatever mm -hmm. george is like it's too small yeah. Like, he's like, yeah and it's a huge deal yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's little um I'm sure you guys have a word for it. I'm going to stumble trying to find it, but there's little mechanisms you can use where you're like, Hey, this equals funny almost. Yeah. We call totally. them our little comedy tropes yeah. um, that we can pull from. Uh, we do a lot of like personification. Um, we, yeah. Like we, if, you know, for example, if we have like the client is like a health food bar, we want to personify, you know, the health food bar and maybe a candy bar and maybe the candy bar is like your bad ex-boyfriend that you keep going back to. And he's like, hey, lady, you know, <laughs> how you been? And then you're like, yeah. I have a new man now, you know. <laughs> well, now you've created a universe, too, where you have a whole bunch of commercials you can do in that in that vein. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Everything that was ever funny before you can now do as different candy bars you can reenact famous movie scenes as the candy yeah. bar and the health bar you can do that's yeah. good yeah you make a couple ideas they start multiplying that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um another one that is just probably the most rudimentary comedy rule is the rule of three 
Um, it's setting up a pattern and then breaking it because comedy is essentially the surprise, something you're not expecting and you it makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. So if you set up something, why they say three is because it's the least amount of, of numbers that uh, is used to set up a pattern. One, two. <laughs> Two's three. not enough. Four, <laughs> too much. Because that's why they say three. Okay. <laughs> four, four can be good too, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something we think about and that you, you'll you see in comedy writing, com- like shows, like all the time you can find threes. You guys are going to ruin comedy for the listeners. They're going to be like, wait, you guys don't just sit there and something funny comes to you. You, you This is work. You have techniques. Come on. I know. Next you're going to tell me you know how to type. But this is really sad. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's hard out there it's hard it's hard work we're struggling every day no but it is really fun and we're like so lucky that we get to make each other laugh every day I mean like even if you know sometimes it's hard to get into the swing of it but once we start throwing things out there I mean I laugh with her every single day she makes me die cry laughing every day so I was like is she fake laughing or I've never (laughs) well not for you I do for other people Um, so when yeah. you go to pitch people, do they pitch you their idea sometimes? Like you're going to pitch a, a company and their board is like, I got a joke. Let me tell you. And you're like, no, I'm not <laughs> off of this crap. Sometimes, sometimes they will. Like we just had a call with someone and this was before the pitch was, was like the preliminary call to learn about the business. But they kind of pitched us like an idea for us to do. And and I Good. I liked it. I thought it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they will, like the client will already have something in their mind and, you know, the idea is there. We just got to like mold it mm-hmm. <clears throat> into a, a doable thing. Yes. So you're definitely. thinking yeah. we can make that funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they think it's yeah. funny. We could make it funny though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they're paying you guys for too, which takes yeah. me to my next thought on ideas. Some people think they're not funny and maybe they're not. It's mm-hmm. like not everybody has to be funny. You don't have to be like, I'm in marketing. I have to come up with some jokes here. Um, mm-hmm. I've said many times on this show before, company more companies should just hire comedians to be in their marketing department. You know how cheap yeah. a comedian is? <laughs> like you could just get yeah. random comedians for so ch- They'll send jokes into late night shows yeah. and hope they can get 50 bucks if it gets on. Like they'll give yeah. you stuff, content right. for free. Hire a couple comedians, <laughs> one comedian to be on your write content writing staff at least you never have to use any of their stuff just exactly have somebody who can make a joke in the room um and then uh you know tell them come up with 20 ideas for commercial things and they come up like it's pretty i mean you guys are a firm that is hiring a comedian you're a company that does that but Mm -hmm. i always feel like more these comedians should be getting snapped up left and right if they make one person laugh at a stand-up. I agree. Like a company should I just agree. be like, okay, you're on staff now. Yeah. Well, we have you on retainer exactly. or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like, yeah. that's. Ge- I think that's pretty genius. I but know. then it's also like, um, we uh, that is also our job. But- <laughs> that's your job, yeah. <laughs> well, hire a comedian or if you want a really professional job done, hire people yeah. who do it professionally, yeah. Exactly. Right. Because we, I mean, we do everything from start to finish. So we do the whole production aspect of it too, which one comedian cannot do. But, um, well, I mean, maybe they could. Yeah. But- no, yeah. they can't. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the comedians I'm talking about are ne'er-do-wells who are only doing stand-up because they don't want to wake up yeah. early in the morning and they're drunk half the time, but yeah. just pull fire one. <laughs> they can send in jokes. They can still send in yeah. jokes for sure, you know? Find it, it's pretty easy to go find it. And look, you get to write off going to a, going to a club uh, to watch stand-up then. And be like, yeah, oh, totally. right, Let me go and, and watch some little show somewhere and uh it's a business expense awesome 100%, yeah 100 percent. i gotta start writing off going it. to comedy shows yeah yes. <laughs> i'm looking for talent i'm not going to laugh <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i would say another uh, thing we talk about a lot and i i already mentioned it at the top but um is really going from a re- relatability area um because like I talked about before, like if you're trying to make an ad, uh, you really want to go look at what your customer or client's 
pain points, problems are. And in the problems is where you'll find the comedic gold because it is our true pain points. Pain is comedy sometimes. Oh, all the time. So if you figure out what that is, then you can work around to make it into something relatable. And like I said, you make a connection with the audience and uh, really win a fan that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful because I mean, sales and marketing is find the pain point, point it out, show how you fix it. So if you make fun of the pain point and then show how you, it's like, you're not just making a funny commercial. Cause I've seen those two where that was funny. What was it for? Um, you're <laughs> yeah. making a funny commercial and these always really impressed me. I'm like, that's a funny commercial that also made me interested in their product or service. Like, Oh, oh wow. A uh, pain point seems like a great, great way to approach that uh, because you, they're, they're watching and they're like, Oh, Oh my God, that's so me. That's so me. If you can get somebody to do that, then your world's ahead. Yeah. And then they solve, oh, and they solve that. Great. Where do I buy Mm -hmm. it? Exactly. Yeah. Successful commercial. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And we, I even heard something today that was sort of about making the consumer, the hero of your spot or your social media content or whatever it is that you're doing. And I think sometimes, especially with companies or brands that are a little bit more afraid of comedy, if we can sort of take that insecurity and flip it and turn it into like a a positive embracing it, owning it kind mm-hmm. of thing, they usually will go for that. Yeah. Like an example would be a spot that we did for Pretty Litter where, you know, we start <clears throat> out with Christina actually uh, plays the elite, the starring role. Um, we start out kind of discussing cat ladies and how the stigma around them and the litter and all that. And then we flip her into a cat goddess where now she has this product and she's blossomed into this like she's not a cat lady. She's a cat goddess. And so if we're empowering the consumer um, or the customer, whatever it might be, then that's a great way to kind of like hook people, build them up and create a relationship with the brand while being funny. Mm. I saw that spot. It was, uh, very good. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it made me realize I've been in cat lady houses and the only difference between, oh, here's a woman who has a lot of cats and I mean, everybody loves animals. That's great. And a cat lady is the smell of the house. Is whether yeah. the taken care of or not. So that really did hit the the problem here. And it was like, yes, this turns you into the crazy person nobody wants to be around to yeah. hey, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normal animal lover. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah that, that's a huge difference. The cat smell house and the no cat smell house. Who cares how many cats you have as long as it doesn't yeah. stink? <laughs> we also we have um yet to use this, but we've pitched it maybe actually only once so far, but we love it because it's taking, you know, the pain point of whatever it is. And it's like, why is Bill so confident? Because and it's like a picture of Bill, like the skinny scrawny guy by the pool. And he's like feeling himself, you know, and then it kind of goes into the reason why he's so confident is because he uses products. <clears throat> so basically but, people doing things in situations with extreme confidence when they really shouldn't be right but they wouldn't typically be like, like kind of have- stupidly confident almost uh yeah, exactly confident. Yeah. which yeah. could be a series of oh yeah out of different things yes like all the great comedy commercials they naturally form a series yes take, oh let's create another situation another scenario another scenario with the same concept people like it even more it's not yeah. some commercials you're like oh they're kind of beating this concept to death this mm-hmm. is like no give me more like i wish they'd yeah. bring back the most interesting man i wish they'd bring back got milk yeah, <laughs> yeah. And when, you, when you know it can be a series i feel like that's when you know like okay there's something there yes mm. yeah Definitely. Yeah. I mean, also like, I don't have to think of 10 new ideas now. I have 10 in this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel is like, thank God. What are we going to do next? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> There's a stack of comic books. Pick one up. Who cares? <laughs> Find any character. Star Wars. Just grab any character out of any of the movies that randomly right. there. That guy's got a movie. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of options too, um, another thing that we like to do with clients, or this is a great tip if like somebody is out there wanting to shoot their own social media ad or what have you, um, just for TikTok or anything, is we always like to break it down into three sections, like the hook, the core section, and the CTA. 
And then we'll shoot, you know, three to five different hooks. And those will be usually really funny, attention grabbing, surprising, anything in there. Just that first two to three seconds that makes the person stop scrolling, stop changing the channel, whatever it might be. Um, and that way, like the client can A-B test those. Or if you're shooting them yourself, you can A-B test them and see, oh, the hook where I light my scale on fire works, you know, <laughs> versus the hook where I just... I'm talking to my mom, you know? Um, so then they're kind of guaranteed to win because, you know, you never know sometimes what's going to yeah. hit. Sometimes yeah, exactly. like we think something is, you know, not going to work and then it takes right off. So I've learned that the hard way with email content, not as interesting yeah. as this, oh, yeah. but yeah. like writing, yeah. writing an email and you say to a client, like, no, we shouldn't, you're creative. Like we really need to change it to this and we change it. And then they're like, okay, you guys know what you're doing. And we send it and it does poorly. And then we're like, let's try yours. And it works really well. And it's just like, <laughs> never like poo -poo something error. just because even if they're like, technically that shouldn't work, like, but it does. So don't yeah. worry. About it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Another reason why risk it and say something crazy. No, not always. Not always. <laughs> so you're like AB testing, you're setting up multiple different <laughs> possibilities for, for things as long as you're shooting. You try different lines and different intros and different hooks on the joke. Um, I feel like we're still on one of the five keys. Oh, no. Are we're we still on number one? We're on number three. <laughs> oh, okay. It's until when we jump sometimes. Sorry. We should have uh, we should have broken it down, but one would be the brainstorming. Two would be focusing on relatability. Three would be having options. So that would be, you know, shooting multiple hooks and CTAs. The thing I forgot to mention is that the core section should work with every hook and every CTA. So you only have to shoot that once. Um, TikTok may be mm. different because people can, you know, mm -hmm. A-B test a little bit easier. But when you're doing a full scale production, it's beneficial for us and the client because they're getting more bang for their buck, more deliverables. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, we do a lot of YouTube ads, too. And that's especially important for YouTube ads because they're usually pretty lengthy, which now, we YouTube like. ads question for you. Are you making YouTube ads or are you making content that is an ad? Like, do you make content and it runs as content and maybe even ads are placed in it sometimes? Or are these ads mm -hmm. that are running in content or a mixture? How are the videos used? Both. So uh, when, when I say YouTube ad, I usually mean the ads that run at the top of the video. So like when you click and then you have to watch an ad first, there's a skip button. Um, we're always trying to get people to not press that skip button. Um and then, but we also do do social media content for people, including YouTube content that they would just post on their channel. And then there would be ads within their content or like maybe it's an influencer doing a brand deal. We shoot those too. So um, yeah, sort of oh, run the gamut. Board. Yeah. So I'm thinking of the type of ads you guys make and a great um, way to look at this probably is I'm, I'm wondering if I was to see your ads on YouTube how often would the ad be better than the video that was coming next? <laughs> <laughs> that should always be the goal. Uh, yes, that should. That's a great way to think about it, honestly, because there's a lot of trash on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I, I've only seen, I think, maybe maybe three times our, our one of our YouTube ads before watching a video. Like, oh, there's our thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... I haven't seen too many others because it's always like the, the luck of the draw. Yeah. Like I've refreshed a million times, but I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I see it though, I always click through to like go to the website, give us a little bonus point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see it and not click through. We tell our clients, you receive the email from a campaign. You better open and click it for God's sakes. Yeah. Or yeah. spam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see your own ad and you're like, no more, please. We just programmed it not to play your ad anymore. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we've actually gone through three. We've got the brainstorming, the relatability, um, having options. You're basically saying, well, I mean, when they make a movie, they shoot alternate endings, but they don't shoot alternate everything. That would be, you're making too many movies now, but you can have different <laughs> openings, different endings, but the main content's going to be the main content. Absolutely. Yeah, the ending is important to have maybe a couple options, say they're doing some kind of uh, promotion, promotional thing with their product. Um, but there's different ways that they may want to end the spot. So that's a way to test those. Uh, um, you might do one that's very specific to an event coming up and then one that's evergreen kind of yes. so they can 
Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's the news person. I think I remember an old, I think it was Saturday Night Live skit where they have the person like doing the, okay, you're going on vacation. So we're going to have you set up a whole bunch of things that you might say while you're, we might have to air while you're gone. And they're, they're <laughs> prepping for all these different scenarios. And then it just gets weird. Of course, they take it to the extreme. <laughs> Um, is that one of those comedy Always. techniques? Like now, take it super extreme. Yes, what the guy's yes, saying, like, yes. take it to Walter Conkright was arrested today while on vacation. Yes. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and that's an example of a three in a way. You talk normal, normal, oh. and something crazy. Yep. And you throw the outrageous at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've got the uh, we have options. We've got through three of the five already. Fantastic. Um, anything else on the options? Are we ready to move on? We can move on, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talk about this a lot. It's something that's, I think, a little harder to maybe learn because it's very intuitive, but just timing. Um, we all have heard of comedic timing. Um, when you're doing an ad, obviously, you have to not only, or comedic ad, you'll, you not only have to think of comedic timing, you have to think of how much time do we have for this ad. So we... Like I said, it's pretty intuitive, whether it's, you know, a quick little montage and then something gets cut off that makes it funny. Or if there's like a beat or a pause in that moment that creates the comedy, the tension. Um, And even when editing, I think we do a lot of trial and error with this as well, um, where we play with the timing of things, because that can really make or break the comedy. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, quick as possible is usually best or quick, 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 and then like have purposeful pause, not just, you know, a pause that's just slow. <laughs> Nobody likes that. And usually, the, the reason I say it's intuitive is like, if you do say you make your own video and you watch it back, um, if you laugh, that's it. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. That means that the time, and if something doesn't, you know, it's funny, but it's not landing, a lot of times it, can very well be the timing of it. Mm-hmm. I also, that makes me think, um, if you're trying to make comedy and if you laugh, that's really good, especially at something like a commercial, mm-hmm. because all the things I'm thinking of that are best commercials, I don't laugh out loud hardly ever, if ever. It just makes mm-hmm. you feel all good right. and funny inside. It makes you smile mm-hmm. inside a bit. And you're like, yeah. oh, I really like that. Oh, I want to hear that again. And you can say technically it's funny, but again, it's not stand-up night funny yeah. it's not like really making you roll usually funny i can't think of any commercials that were that funny but they make you <laughs> you know have that inside that smile i was seeing in you guys when we first jumped yeah. on and i was like you guys just look happy and you're always thinking funny thoughts i think <laughs> um and i could see it in your face yeah i think a good barometer for that like if you're not laughing out loud is do i want to watch this again Like, I think sometimes even when we make our own stuff or if we do a video for a client, like, I can always tell if it's good or not. If I feel like, oh, I kind of want to watch this again, maybe just for just because I it I have a good feeling about it versus like you watch. I've seen it a million times and I'm I'm good. Like, I don't, you know, feeling that draw that like, oh, I I feel like this went really well and I want to see it again. Yeah. And even like you said, like Shelby, you'll send me a a video to look over and I won't necessarily be laughing, but I'll I'll know the points and I'll be like, oh, maybe trim this section of hair, maybe cut off that word. uh, Like as soon as you start saying it or um, this needs a a little breather to let that awkward moment hang. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just like I think it is like a lot of feeling it out. Mm -hmm. And the more you do it, the more you kind of understand what works. Yeah. That makes me think if we're doing videos for social media and let's say you got somebody marketing and they get lucky and come up with a funny concept and then Mm -hmm. they're working through these things. Okay. Yeah, this is good. That's good. And it's really funny on paper, but there's gotta be a person that delivers it. Yeah. So like how important and how do they, you guys, again, you guys are cheating. You got the crew here. <laughs> you guys are, are like comedians and producers and you have the whole package for creating this stuff. But if you have a small marketing department and somebody wants to make, I mean, let's say they're going for something quick and let me make a TikTok video and try to make it a little bit humorous. But they're not, I mean, there's plenty of great actors who just aren't funny. They're not going, and yeah. then there's people who are mediocre who can be, who can deliver it properly with the right timing and the right 
inflections and stuff. So what do people do in these in these marketing? I mean, how do they find somebody who can deliver it? Well, I know for one, like we have a, a previous client who I think we're probably going to be working with again soon, who's an accountant. And we've done some, you know, funny video educational content for him. And he actually handles all the casting, or at least he did this last round in terms of like, he brings friends in to play certain parts. And he has one friend that I don't know if he's an actor or what, but he is really funny and like he just delivers. So I think if, you know, you have someone in your social circle that, you know, has a great sense of humor and usually has a big personality and isn't going to shy away when the camera turns on, like that's a great barometer. Also like, go to a college campus and get like a Gen Z funny improv kid to come in and like shoot your TikTok videos. Like yeah. that's a great way to do it. But to your point, like if you have somebody in mind, like you have this funny friend, it's almost like you can write for them. Like a lot of times mm. when we're writing uh characters dialogue, we'll, we'll have somebody kind of in mind that we're thinking of whether they're, you know, a celebrity or what. Mm. Um, but sometimes something can be funny on paper and it's not funny when you say it out loud. Like we had a, we're also screenwriters. We had like a table read a couple, a couple of months ago. Um, and the purpose of it is to hear everything out loud and see the stuff that we're like, Oh, this is going to kill. And it's like crickets yeah, or, or some, vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. So. Well, you know, and if it's, it's funny on paper, but not in person, put it in an email. No problem. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you can exactly. still use it. Use it on paper. Totally, yeah, totally. 100%. 100%. So we're already going to stand up sets and writing that off as an office expense. Now I yeah. feel like we're going to friends' parties on the weekends and writing that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm we recruiting are. here also. Everywhere you go now, it's, everything is a write-off. You're like, why? Because I'm looking for funny, man. It's not easy. But it sounds like, no, it is not. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty. So. You're looking for, I mean, the, the hire a comedian. I feel like that frequently the comedians are doing, if, if you go to a stand-up place and they're doing stand-up, they're kind of acting already. You find mm -hmm. something that looks looks like they've, uh, I mean, there's certain comedians, obviously, that have a certain style that maybe doesn't come across great on video. Um, but uh, you probably find that pretty easy talent there that might give you the ideas and the execution. Yeah. yeah, I would say like if you are going to hire a stand up in that sort of a sense, I wouldn't even just hire them to do your idea or your script. I would say like, hey, will you write something and be in it? Oh, because yeah. You yeah. That was the original idea was hiring for the writing. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, you need an actor, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And they could perform, too. And, and it's their their style. So it's going to come across authentic as well. And you're like, we won't even charge you to put you out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait a second. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hire them. Tell them you want to invite them to be on your comedy show. It's like Saturday Night Live, except for it's all about your product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all they have to do is come on, write the scripts, act it out, and then you'll air it. <laughs> great exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. exposure. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, so number was number four really just all about timing? Yeah. Yeah. Timing it's is so that important. important in comedy. Oh my gosh, yes. It is so important. And it's it's so hard too because it is very uh intuitive. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, if we're skipping on to number five, um, it's sort <laughs> of uh I guess it kind of is like a little woo-woo. It's a little woo-woo. Sometimes we she gets a little woo-woo even okay. more than I do. I do. Although I do, I, I love a morning meditation, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but it sort of goes in line with taking risks. And um, I feel like there's a lot of fear associated with comedy and, and with being vulnerable too. But usually if you push past both of those and sort of show your imperfections, that, that could be where the real benefit lies or you know if you're afraid of like pushing your viewer or your customer a little too far over the edge you never know but like they might laugh they might see themselves in that yeah I mean we could we say it to ourselves all the time just like kind of going there um when we do our pitch presentations sometimes we get a little animated mm. sometimes my my face is like in the screen and I'm like yelling <laughs> and like 
Do I feel a little insecure um, knowing I'm about to do that? Yes, I do. Do I do it anyway? Anyways, yes, I do. So, well, you're acting too. It's not you. It's a character that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But say like somebody you know wants to make an ad or just any piece of content for their social media. I think a lot of times people can be like, "Oh, I'm nervous to post this. I, uh, I don't feel great about it. I don't know." But it's better just to do it and then get through that that wall of fear and learn if it doesn't do so well learn maybe okay maybe why didn't it or if it did well what made it do so well and it's just like pushing back past your comfort zone right the clients thinking like christine and shelby did we really have to drop the n-word so many times and you're like <laughs> just be more comfortable with it go with it <laughs> yeah this seems like it could almost be bad and you're like no don't worry about it <laughs> yeah we're talking more like um like we did a pitch yesterday where we both had to do these crazy british accents and uh we were kind of pushing somebody to have a guy in a knight costume and an armor and being like really going for it. so that would be <laughs> the pushing so this is have. your woo i was expecting something really like you know burn some incense and do a little this and that your woo woo thing is like show your imperfections and and be vulnerable and don't be afraid to take a risk oh <laughs> yeah. that's not that's not as bad as you guys thought <laughs> yeah i mean easier said than done it's it's one of it's actually one of the hardest ones for me how often do you guys run into the legal department uh frequently no <laughs> or hr no. might be even worse usually not uh yeah definitely not hr but yeah sometimes it's funny because like legal will have the smallest littlest nitpicky changes that it's like is this really a big deal to say you know yellow mattress versus the mattress that is yellow or whatever and <laughs> sometimes that can ruin the joke too but you know you just have to find another way around like in improv there's this thing where you always have to if someone throws something out there that's ridiculous like oh ever since you worked as a lawnmower blah 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 you just have to justify it so like if they throw something our way that like kind of ruins the joke we have to find a way to like work around and so you have to it. yes and legal that sounds painful yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. <laughs> yeah that sounds yeah. like a skit no. right there like you're talking to, <laughs> i want to see you guys talking to legal and having to be agree with everything they say and you're just like Oh God! Yeah, I hate improv. I hate it. <laughs> it is tough, though. That's because we, you know, we like to be so free, but you can't because you know you have to go by the rules mm -hmm. in, in that case for sure. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a balance. When if legal <laughs> doesn't make you change that syntax, then they don't have a job anymore. So they have to. That's do so something. True. They have to show their power. And yeah, like, we so can make you true. change something. <laughs> that is so true. I honestly never thought about that way. It, it almost makes me think maybe sometimes like we should like push back a little bit. Mm, or I've heard people talk about this um, in, in with movies and TV shows and stuff like that. And they will seed things in their scripts and in their stuff. But they say, oh, legal's got to reject something. So let's give them something to reject that we can cut out. You just put the thing in there that's going to be obvious for them to get rid of. And then they they got their jobs done. You don't have to worry about them. That is, yeah. that genius. is genius. Wow. Yeah. Give them okay. something like we didn't even want that joke. Put something really offensive in there. You know, they're going <laughs> to cut it and just wait till they don't. You're like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> executives really like that too oh no yeah. <laughs> how'd you guys get your big break well we put something in a commercial that we didn't think we would make it and then they we actually do it <laughs> that is yeah. so funny that's hysterical don't call your bluff watch out yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we've seen this before <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent tip yeah so we've covered kind of the five things to creating the social media content using comedy. What about, um, and we've said like, Oh, how do you go find somebody hire a comedian? So this is what you guys do though. And we, I feel like we haven't focused as much enough time on, on, on what you guys do. Um, but what about the production part of it and those kind of things? Because like you, you can have a good script and it can get over a lot of things if you, if it's actually funny, but kind of has to be good quality too. 
Mm -hmm. I watched some of you guys' videos ahead of time, and I was expecting, I was waiting to hear like the sound be terrible or something like that. <laughs> no, the videos like, oof, wow. Um, this, but and then I was, oh, this is really professional. This looks like a real commercial. You're always relieved. <laughs> when you see. Like, oh, it's like I didn't get catfished on the. Uh, it, it is what it says. It is. It's the. It's the real deal. Yeah. Um, and there's a big difference between that. Oh, you can tell it's kind of. B grade and it's the real mm -hmm. deal kind of production. Does that matter much for social media? Not to knock you guys because you do the real deal and you're like, hey, of course it does. That's what we do. But um, how much does the production value matter and how do you achieve the right production value? That's a great question. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just, that's my I gotcha was just question gonna, of the day. I was just going to comment on the sound comment because honestly, that's. I feel like one of the most important things and you may not be like conscious of why you don't like something on social media, but if it's, a if it's terrible sound, you'll immediately be like, I don't know why, but I just, I don't think that's funny. I don't, I don't like that. And it's annoying I, to listen to bad sound. Annoying. Yeah. The difference so between a pizza bad. commercial and a porn is just the sound. Maybe it might be something else yeah the quality of the pizza but the sound is just an obvious giveaway always to me when i'm watching something that has poor sound yeah Absolutely. it's it definitely rubs you the wrong way in terms of social media i think there's value in both um i think authentic to the platform is always great um but i do find like depending on the content like we have we work with an influencer who does a lot of sketches but then or she'll be a character or whatever but then she also will do some just straight talking to camera regular social media videos and i think like when people see a more sketch video that's high quality there's a few um like online comedians that do this like i'm thinking of like trevor wallace and people like that their videos are really good quality and snappy and quick. And I think it really does with that type of content make you want to continue to watch because you're almost like signing up to watch a show versus just like seeing someone's day in the life or hearing someone give tips on a specific topic or whatever. So I think there is room for both. That said, it definitely does need to be vertical to like fit the people are going to zone out if it's horizontal. But um, yeah, I think there's room for both. It needs to be vertical. That's great. I'd always thought it needs to be horizontal because I'm thinking of a TV screen. But you're like, no, if you're putting it on social media, it's got to be vertical. Yeah, if it's going to be TikTok, Instagram Reels, like you want it to fill the screen. But we do have ways of, say, somebody wants both YouTube or a website video and TikTok content out of the same shoot. We can set it up so that we can shoot full frame, but also have our parameters so that we can crop it to fit the vertical screens too now i want to see you guys do one where first it shows that this has been adjusted to fit your screen thing you see on movies because the tv is <laughs> yeah. square like my kids don't even understand like no the tvs were square and the movie screens are really wide and that's all you have <laughs> yeah like, what do you mean adjust <laughs> like, they just chop off the outsides and then for some reason some lawyer made them like tell you yeah. there's some dead space on the side not included um yeah. we got sued once because somebody couldn't see a tree uh, <laughs> an extra Probably. got cut out on the tv version or whatever it is but you could do an extreme version of that where it's like this has been you know a yeah. whatever, whatever the exact words are but then you show the video and it's just completely unrecognizable like so smooshed <laughs> down or something like that like an that, arm that yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> just half the people are cut off and you can't even see what's going on or yeah distorted stretched terribly or smashed down just like a pretty good yeah, yeah. A little disclaimer and they're just like blah yeah <laughs> they weren't expecting that that's where we got the surprise in there yeah the other day um <laughs> yeah. like that that's funny i like that <laughs> um Okay. 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 Uh, let's switch over to you guys again. I promised we'd switch over to you. And then I, I, I sidetracked us. Um, your guys' company is uh, take two content, right? Yes. With the number two. With the number two, yeah. take two content.com. We'll have that in the show notes and I'll go over that in a minute, but uh, let's just talk about kind of what you guys do. Obviously everything we've been talking about is what you guys do, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, give us a, a pitch kind of. What's what's your pitch on 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 what you guys do? 
Um, so just to explain a little bit from like A to Z, um, once we have a preliminary meeting with a client, um, the main thing that we do is listen, listen, listen. We really want to get the ins and outs of what they are about as a company, what they do specifically, what makes them different, um, touch in on the pain points of the customer, get all the info we can. Um, Shelby and I will go do our brainstorm session. We'll pare it down. We'll kind of uh, do, we'll structure it out a bit for each idea. We'll make a pitch presentation. And like I said earlier, we'll get on with them and kind of just go boss to the wall with the, uh, uh, creating these characters and like uh, showing them as much as we can visually and with the dialogue and everything, what to, what their ad could look like mm. from there. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say at what point when you're doing this, I imagine companies call you in and you have to put all this together. Mm. And then at some point they commit and you actually get paid but it sounds mm -hmm. like there's always a lot of work. I mean, certain companies are like, oh, yeah, we'll send you a proposal. It doesn't really take any work or time or anything to put together offering their product. You guys, a lot of the work that you're doing is pre them yeah. buying. Yeah. A lot of them it seems like most valuable work. I mean, the ideas and stuff like that, you're coming up with the intellectual property, pitching it to them, and they're just like, Oh, I was, I went to bed late last night. I wasn't really even paying attention. You can go now. You know, you bring up a great point because that's something we've had discussions about whether, well, cause you know, we are a newer, newer company. So I feel like that is honestly the way we sell ourselves mm -hmm. and, and attain that client is through that process. Um, but there is something to be said for, um, you know, having a free 30 minute call with somebody versus, hey, maybe you can pay X amount to, for us to do a whole pitch presentation for you. So we haven't gone that direction yet, mm. but it's something that we are definitely considering because like you said, it's, it's a, a lot of work, ton of work um, and that's yeah. where. Yeah, the majority of like our skill set, like our comedy knowledge that we've gained over the last like 10 plus years, that's that's all going into that. And yeah, it can be frustrating if people are, you know, just like not really paying attention or sometimes like there's a moment that we're really excited about and it can be missed or like the connection on Zoom, all the things. But mm. um, hopefully if all goes well, um, they'll let us know what resonates with them and then we'll head into pre-production and we are a one-stop video production shop. So we'll do everything from pre-production to final edit, deliver it to the client. We don't do any sort of like posting or anything like that. We usually just deliver the the content. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, we have a great team that we work with in terms of crew members, like great directors, lighting guys. And then because we come from a comedy acting background, we have a very wide net of talented, funny people that we know can deliver um, time and time again. So you know all the comedic degenerates around town already. You guys don't <laughs> have to go out scouting. A good amount. <laughs> yeah. We should probably go scouring though. We write that should, off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's go watch a show. Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah. paying? Thank <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> that's fantastic so i've always i've watched movies and i've always seen like oh the advertising pitch thing and they're trying to win the big campaign and it's yep. all this and the agency will have two or three people within the agency trying to win who gets to do their pitch and mm -hmm. i'm always just like so much is invested into pitching and maybe the company they're pitching to just needed to get three quotes but they already made their decision they just need to get two more and you don't even know it you're like just a technicality for them to check the box yeah. uh, that that always scares me in that industry like there's so much work not knowing if you really even have a chance to win the job so you're saying there is a reality where people pay for the pitch like they're maybe. having to pay for that maybe you're like we'd like there to be <laughs> we'd like there to be i don't know if there is but what you're just saying is so interesting because it really it sounds exactly like acting exactly. or yeah. like yeah. writing like everything, the whole background that we come from in like the creative industry, it's very much like you're putting everything you've got into prepping for this audition. 
You go in the room, you do the best you possibly can. You've probably maybe spent money on an outfit or acting coach. Yeah, a coach, mm -hmm. something like that. And then, like you said, it could just be like, we already know I'm hiring my friend, but we just need to see a bunch of actors to say that we did. Yeah. She's saying used to the rejections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it feel better when you realize you were rejected before you walked into the room? You're like, oh, they didn't reject me. They just never looked at me. Well, you never know. Yeah. You never really you know. know. And if you do know, it still hurts a little, but it's like <laughs> part, of, part of the game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, even if we do say we you just never know if we pitch to somebody and it's not the right time for them, which has happened a lot recently, um, just because I think with the economy and everything, you just never know if you've gained a fan and if they'll want you or need you down the line. Mm -hmm. So I think ultimately, even though it is a lot of work, it, it could potentially um, benefit us on the back end. You're building your resume. Look, you're going yeah. on Saturday Night Live and they're not paying you. You're getting great <laughs> exposure. <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, practice makes you better. And it's, yeah, it's all about learning and, and getting better at the skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of the actor that uh, was auditioning for, I think it was Yogi Bear or something like that, a oh. com comedic actor. And he went and got a trained bear and brought it to the audition. <laughs> and he ended up getting the role. So then it makes a great story. But yeah, you can invest a lot in the pitch. And it doesn't yeah. mean you're going to get anything. I nope. mean, they may have already made their decision. They're like, that's weird. This cycle brought in a bear. To that is it. not like, so uh, yeah it. yeah and it's just, she's like oh i gotta get a bear for my next audition yeah <laughs> and nobody knew who he was but he's like hey i gotta do something to separate myself this is a comedic thing i'm just gonna get like an actual bear trainer and a bear and come in with them and they won't forget me now and i guess it worked i mean the guy's a well-known actor comedic actor now so yeah, that's so cool yeah um yeah, yeah. bring start bringing bears man <laughs> That's like a third third person joins the zoom and it's like for our patient it's just a bear on zoom yeah. <laughs> hey, i don't know you could hire somebody to come rob your place behind you while you're on the pitch yes <laughs> like is something going on behind that? don't worry about it no no this is more important <laughs> oh my god just all kinds of got ninjas fighting in the background <laughs> ignore that ignore that listen 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 let me tell that's you. an app to take two right there nothing is more important than, yeah. than you <laughs> that is so good yeah you, you guys pitching them and things in the background just yeah oh <laughs> instruction it's guys coming in later. demolishing yeah just any and everything like, I love that. Like you I guys were saying earlier, that. you taught me already. Uh, you just escalate it, you know. First, like yeah. somebody yes. walks through the background, and then it just gets worse and yep. worse and Raise worse. Raise mistakes. Yeah. Great. Honestly, uh, I think this is really good. Like I'm like wanting to make that. <laughs> I want to well, see it. It sounds like fun. <laughs> well, this has been fantastic. Um, we'll have all you guys' information in the in the show notes on the page for this as well. But uh, anything else you want the audience to know about Take Two, about you guys, about this process, anything like that. And then uh, after that, just go ahead and tag on what I know, take2content.com, but anywhere else you want to send them uh, as well. Yeah, Take Two, the number two content.com. Um, my email is, um, I guess I guess can give my email. Is that weird? Yeah, I don't know. It is on the website. Oh, Christina at take2content.com. <laughs> Feel free to, to reach out. We do do a, a free 30-minute uh, prelim preliminary session if you're interested about our services at all. Um, Shelby, anything else? We got. I don't know. I think that's really it. I mean, you can follow us on TikTok if you want. Just search for take2content. And um, yeah, we hope to chat with you soon. Fantastic. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, for all the listeners, obviously, you can go to ifyoumarket.com, uh, see the show notes uh, on this, the links through. I'll put some links to some of your guys' videos as well on there for them to see. Uh, great content. And uh, any questions come up, yeah, if you've got their email, you know how to reach out to them uh, there. So uh, thank you for listening to the If You Market podcast. And uh, on behalf of the team here, I always double down on this. Boy, it's one of those instances where I'm like, hey, we, we should edit this. Why do I say it twice? Um, on behalf of the If You Market team, and um, and Christina Clifford and Shelby Dash of Take Two Content. Thank you for listening to the If You Market podcast, where we always say if you market the shit out of it with comedic videos, they will come. Yes. Yeah, they will. All right.
um, edit that yes out. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we actually will keep this kind of thing in at the end and just turn the sound way down with the music so they can hear you being like, bah, bah, and hear me talking about exactly <laughs> hearing and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's so funny. Are you looking for new leads or always in need of quality contacts for your marketing campaigns? But list companies and online tools are the worst, right? Well, then you've got to check out Top Data Search by Mountaintop Data. At Mountaintop Data, we're a team of weird people that actually like getting our hands dirty with sales and marketing data, and we specialize in business contact information. We compile and maintain a database of tens of millions of targeted, high-quality business decision makers with emails, phone numbers, mailing address, and all the information you need. Go to topdatasearch.com and request a free account with the promo code IYM1000, like if you market the podcast here, and get a free account with unlimited searches, no seat fees, and 1,000 free record download credits. That's topdatasearch.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.